and welcome to this edition of the Atomic Geekdom Podcast, Geek Out version-itis stuff, words. Uh, my name is Dave, joining me tonight is Tom. Hello. And from the Just Two Pals podcast, pal number one, Johnny. Hi. That's right. Pal number two is dead to me tonight. Thank you. Yeah, pal, well, pal number one equals Johnny all the way. That's right. That's right. Pal number two is a Raiders fan, and my team played the Raiders tonight. Well, some team that showed up at the field claiming to be the Raiders. They didn't look that good. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Boy. We're, we're not going to talk sports uh, because it's I'm clearly not good at it, apparently. And, well, we could, but it's okay. <laughs> but we got a bunch of news to talk about and go through and weird stuff to go through from certain people. Uh, for cast members claiming they were they were screwed out of their 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 role or you know told lies about their role than they originally cast, aka the Joker from from Suicide Squad. Uh, oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Some rumors about who Zendaya is playing in Spider Man. Some casting news for the Flash uh, that'll change the Rogues Gallery just a little bit. Um, lots lots to talk about and have some fun with. As uh, as we go through SummerSlam weekend, and I say that because we have a new podcast on the network called Ringside Geeks. That ding ding ding. <laughs> that Tom and myself host along with Monroe, and uh, we got a big weekend of wrestling, and we're gonna cap it off Sunday night post SummerSlam show. We'll have a podcast up for you guys where we uh, talk about both shows. So I just want I am in. I am in on that. I don't have to be at work till nine 30 on Monday morning. So I can stay up a little later. There you go. And uh, so we'll, we'll get that out for you all to enjoy. Let's make sure, make sure the lovely Monroe is with us because <clears throat> she is awesome. She is awesome on that show. <laughs> yes. Uh, at ringside geeks on Twitter, follow us there, subscribe on uh, iTunes and Google play and stuff like that. And, uh, We'll have some other random guests joining the three of us as well to talk wrestling on, you know, bad wrestling weeks when there's nothing good going on. We can talk about random wrestling stuff as well, so, uh, but lots to talk about after this weekend. But, back to the Atomic Kingdom news at hand. <clears throat> uh, Batman, that uh, that a lot of people grew up with, Adam West, Batman, the 66 Batman is returning. Uh, Interesting. Not in the way that you think. Adam West and Burt Ward are not suiting up. Um, they're going to be voicing the characters in a new animated movie called Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders. Adam West, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar will return. Julie Newmar will be at, back as Catwoman. Um, I don't know who else is set to return, but that's going to come out in on November 1st on Blu-ray, but... Before that, on Digital HD on October 11th, there's a little trailer that you can see all somewhere on the internet. It's kind of funny. I am not at all thrilled by it. Don't care. <laughs> Is it going to be the older animations or the new animations? It looks like the new animation, but the costumes are all very much the 66. Like like the, com- the new comic book they have right now. I'm okay with it, then. It looks just like the show, but animated. Yeah. No, it's. I'm super excited for it. I, I love the old series, and I mean, I don't watch it. I know Randy, you know, pal number two, because he's primarily known as. Um, he's got the whole series, and he's been watching it. But I, I grew up watching it, and I did really like it. So the fact that they're doing this, like, it doesn't even bother me that it's yet another Batman thing, because I think it's such a cool, like, unique idea. 
well, and, and being the old guy in the group, I did watch it. So, yeah, I'm I'm okay with this. I like it. I didn't watch it when it was on like live airings, but I remember watching that Batman movie all the time when I was a kid <laughs> with the shark and uh, just the, the craziness of the Batman movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I guess I'm not as excited for it, but it, I'll, I'll, I will, of course, still watch it. I mean, that was my first introduction to the Batman character was that show, so. And they said that the, the villains from the original show, you know, Joker, Penguin, Riddler, Catwoman, they're all going to be in it. And I really hope the animated version of Joker uh, has his kind of uh, pasted over mustache. <laughs> I think that you have to. You uh, be, he better have the outline of it. I I should check to see if they did that in the comic books because uh, they have that new sixty six Batman sixty six digital comic out. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I should check to see if they did that. All right, uh, DC TV news: The Flash news came out today. Uh, they cast another Rogues member. Uh, the mm-hmm. top is going to be in episode four, teaming up with Mirror Master, who we found out already is going to be uh, Gray Damon. Or Damon Gray? Gray Damon, I think. Gray Damon. Yeah. Uh, from Aquarius and Friday Night Lights. Uh, they'll be teaming up, and they'll be in a Bonnie and Clyde role. Uh, oh, I didn't mention that the top is going to be a female. Uh, played by Ashley Rickard. Uh, so they're going to gender reverse, or gender swap that character. Uh, so her name will be Rosalind Dillon, a.k.a. The Top. And it'll be like a Bonnie and Clyde situation with the top and Mirror Master in episode four. And it also, rumor has it, we will see the return of Captain Cold in episode four. So, hmm. might we see the 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 first time, like, actual official gathering of, of the rogues? Like, this is the first time Captain Cold's like, I'm going to bring these people together. On the Could show. be. Well, I'd love to see that. Uh, I don't. I mean, I said, uh, I've definitely said before, I don't like when they just reverse things or switch things just for the sake of it. Like, let's make this character a woman. Let's make this character black. Let's make this character, you know, Puerto Rican, whatever. Um, but I've, I've pretty much settled on, I, you know, the fact that I'm okay that this Flash world takes place in a different universe. Well, I and think- they've definitely done it before where they've changed the genders of a character in a separate universe. I think this makes sense because the Flash has never had a lot of female rogues, so why not? You know, make some of the lesser rogues switch them, switch them up a little bit. The I only thing I won't like if is like if they make it that the reason she like okay, so this the description I read said that she's she's going to do what the top does does, which is make people's heads spin. I mean, but that's not what the top does. The top spins and has little toy tops that explode. So I wonder if they're going to do this like. uh, I don't want it to be like a seduction thing, you know, like if they're (laughs) if they're going with this, like making the heads, making people's heads spin. I hope it's not like some some seduction technique. I can see I can see doing it similar, not just seduction, but like mind control. Um. Because he did kind of develop that in the comics after a while. Right, right. And I, I can see them using some sort of top-type gadget that she maybe gets eventually, maybe not right away. Um, because, I mean, they did that with well, the the bee girl. Uh, what's her name? She got a little toys. The, the bug girl. Brie Larson's character. Or not Brie Larson's character. Brie something. The chick from Walking Dead? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I don't care. I don't mind it. Plus, she's a gorgeous looking looking lady. I've never seen. Oh, any... you, <laughs> you, you, never, you never say no to a good looking woman, Dave. Never. <laughs> it's tough too. I've never watched Awkward or the One Tree Hill, so I've never seen her act. But I mean, the, the the casting on the CW is, or for at least the DC shows, is usually done pretty well. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, that's all I got for DC TV news right now. Um, oh, wait, no, I do have one more thing. Uh, the guy that played Will Travel, or the, no, Will Travel is his name. He was on Jessica Jones. Uh, he played, uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, ah, who's the, the cop on Jessica Jones? The guy cop that ends up dating. Uh, oh, you know. I don't remember. But in the comics, he winds up becoming like a Captain America villain. Right, right. Anyway, that guy is going to play human target on Arrow. Huh. Yeah. That's not a great name to have. Well, it used to be. It was two different TV shows. <laughs> they had uh, Christ- uh, Christopher Valley was human target on Fox back in like 2010. Um, uh, or Mark Valley. Yeah. And then there was one in 1982 when Rick Springfield played the character for just seven episodes. Sing it, Johnny. Nope. No Rick Springfield? Come on. I will not. I will not. on, man. Uh, The character is described as uh, Christopher Chance, a.k.a. Hugh and Target, will appear in episode 505. He's a professional bodyguard and master of disguise who assumes the identities of those targeted by assassins. His latest client, Mayor Oliver Queen. There you go. Mm. Whatever. Huh. To that, I say, you are, whatever. You, you are so soiled on Arrow. I have every reason to be, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, it, not, it's not like it's unjustified. It right. can Arrow come, it can come back. I, you guys don't see the potential in things. I've tried, Tom, for two seasons. Uh, just. I think we can all agree Tom's a little more forgiving than than the rest of us. Than a normal, than a normal so, viewer. Then, then I would say a generic generic person a you know like you're definitely a lot more forgiving tom is that a bad quality it depends <laughs> well when it comes to my shows not 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 to my ladies hello hey wow Uh-oh. all right on to another show that i might be done with uh very soon is agents of shield uh they have cast oh, check out they have cast the role of Ada, which is their life model decoy that they introduced the voice of, actually, at the end of last season. But Mallory Jansen will be playing Ada in this upcoming season that I have really no interest in as of yet. Is If they get away from the Inhuman stuff, I might start to enjoy it again. Because that was really weighing them down. I really like the concept of the original show, which was just real people fighting, you know... Yeah. Uh, Meta meta stuff, right? And it's totally turned into the shows all about the characters being meta and who's got powers, and then who's betraying a, who? A team full of powers. Well, it's also become who's going to betray who this week? Is it going to be this person or this person? Find out next oh, week. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be that going into the next season because Grant Ward was the kind of antagonist character, so he's now gone. So uh, this Daisy, is it's Daisy. Almost, it's almost like a fresh start going into this next uh, season. It is not. It is not though, because Daisy's all she betrayed them, and she has like really no remorse. Yeah, for it. but we don't know what the the way she left the last season. We don't know how she's going to act. 
I kind of want them to I'm, kill I'm her. a fan. Again, thank you, Johnny. I am very optimistic because I do love this show, and I'm I'm very looking forward to this. Uh, this last season and this season, I, I'm only watching for Fitz and Simmons, and that's really it. And that's that's sad because I loved Coulson before the show. And ended. there's other news. And the other news out of it that I liked is Jason O'Mara as has been cast as the new director. Yeah, that's we talked about that two weeks ago. And right, and I like that though. I, I like the guy because I, I liked him when he was on Life of Mars and Terra Nova, which Terra Nova got no love for just a likable show. It's, it was too expensive. To wasn't be, to, wasn't wasn't good, but it was a likable show. It was too expensive to be just a good show, though. Like it had to have been right. It had to have blown people away. Anyway, news that I'm excited. But I like I, I like I the guy as an actor, so I think him coming into the coming into this show is going to be good for me. I don't know. Uh, news that I'm actually excited for, and that everybody should be excited for. Marvel is bringing the comic book Runaways to Hulu. So live action adaptation of Runaways is coming to Hulu. That's really exciting, but Hulu's an interesting network to bring it to because which, they've been partnered with Netflix right, for, which for I, a while. I have to wonder if maybe they're considering Runaways a part of 20th Century Fox's contract, like because there's mutants in it. Like I don't, I don't know what they're doing there. You know, like where I don't, yeah, where that licensing falls because there are mutants in the Runaways, and then there's also they also work with the Avengers too. So it's like, uh, it's tough. Anyways, Runaways is about a group of kids, teenagers who find out that their parents are supervillains, and they all kind of get together to try to stop them. Um, it's a, it's an amazingly well done book. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've read anything about runaways um is that that's the team with like chase stein and gertrude what is it york is that uh, right or is yeah, that a different team i'm thinking of yeah i think you're thinking of a different team those names don't ring any bells but it's been like you said it's been a long time since i read it um i, yeah, I don't I really remember much about it haven't read any of the newer stuff um yeah gertrude york's uh alex wilder carolyn carolina dean and chase stein yeah you're right and nico okay all right. Nico was like a big character. Nico is a big character. Gertrude was a big character. Um, I really like Chase Stein. Gertrude and her, di- and her dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> raptor. That would be interesting. The raptor. I really hope that that, I mean, I, I hope that they follow the comics. I hope it's not like, oh, it's gritty and it's real and it's not a real dinosaur. It's a mechanical dinosaur. It's like a dinosaur program <laughs> right. or something. Like, just, it's okay to be crazy with it. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is the people that are going to be executive producing the show, um, are Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage. Why you might know those names? Well, Josh Schwartz is the man that's responsible for the OC, Gossip Girl, and Chuck. Oh, well, Chuck's all right. Chuck and the OC. OC had a lot of comic book geekery in it, uh, based in one character, so I'm okay with that. And then Stephanie Savage worked on the OC as well, uh, and Gossip Girl with... With uh, Josh Schwartz, so I, uh, you know, I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, it's it's supposed to be for teenagers, you know. It's a teenage drama, and the book itself is uh, teenagers. So we'll see. Um, I mean, they got what cloak is it? Cloak and Dagger that's going to ABC Family or whatever that channel is now. Yeah. So yeah. the Marvel's kind of spreading out into weird areas, but they're kind of taking over every network that they can find. Netflix, ABC. I think it's called like I think it's called like Freeform now. Right. Yeah. Some crazies. Yeah. 
Anyway, I'm still excited for it. I can't wait to see what happens. They're going to do a pilot at least, and we'll see where it goes from there. But I don't know, we'll start seeing casting news soon. So sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm cool with it. It was um, it definitely helped advance. I think. I mean, for the time at least, the, there were a lot of real prominent female characters on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did a lot of reading up on it like recently because. Uh, I've been playing a different game where the Runaways came up, so I did a lot of research on it. And I, at one point, there was like one one dude on the team and like four or five women characters. Um, and the fact that the book was so popular with that many with that many female characters in it is like, uh, you don't see that a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not that common. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, I'm I'm stoked for it. Uh, DCEU news. Kind of a few things to cover here. Uh, The Flash will have another Justice Leaguer in his movie. We don't know as to what extent or how long he'll be in it, but Cyborg. I mean, it's not that much of a surprise to me that he's going to appear because they're kind of gearing them up to be buddies because they're the younger Mm -hmm. part of the team. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm okay with it as long as he's not, like, in it a lot. Like, it's The Flash's movie. It should be about The Flash. A little cameo is fine. Yeah, right. You know, showing their friendship or whatever. I'm cool with that. Kind of, maybe... I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Maybe something smaller than what, like, the Falcon did in, in Winter Soldier, like, when they debuted him, and that friendship kind of grew. That was kind of cool. But that was... He was in that whole movie, essentially, so I I wouldn't want that for The Flash's first solo mm-hmm. film. Right. I don't really want this Flash solo film at all, so I don't really care what they do with it. Oh, <laughs> poor Johnny. <laughs> yeah. They're breaking it. They're ruining his childhood. They're ruining my childhood is what they're doing. And, and his adulthood. See, but see, that's the one area. Like, the TV shows I get and I'm okay with it as far as, like, changing things and updating things or gender swapping or race swapping like i'm way more okay with it on tv but the movies you don't get a lot of movies you know what i mean like a show can get 10 to 20 some odd episodes excuse me and it gives you a lot of time to get uh, you know adjusted to the characters and this kind of new dynamic that they have now being changed or whatever i feel like the movies are almost like more so than comics they're almost like a sacred like form of entertainment Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna do a movie about characters from comic books, then do the comic book characters. Don't do your own unique spin on it. It's one of the reasons why I hate the DCEU so far, because it's like it's it's someone who who looked at sixty years worth of history in Superman comics and went, "Nah, I'm gonna do whatever I want to do with it." Like, um, what's her name? Zack Snyder's wife, Deborah Snyder. Mm-hmm. She did some interview where she's like, I don't understand why people think the Superman movie's dark. It's all about, you know, he's going through stuff, and that's realistic. And isn't it real to go through problems? Like, yeah, but that's not why people read Superman books, because it's fantasy and it's sci-fi. Like, stop. I, I really get annoyed when I see that in movies. So I'm definitely I'm, – I'm with Tom where I'm a little more forgiving, but only on the only on the TV side. The movie side, like, get it right. Just do, just do what people want to see. True. We, we don't care about your own personal individual vision of what Superman would be like in the real world because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it, what one person thinks about it. The the comics and the character are popular for a reason, and that's because they've been written a certain way for who knows how long the character's been 
a certain way for who knows how long and people identify with that. I just went on a mini rant. Sorry about that. <laughs> I like it, though. I, I read the, Snyder, the, the Deborah Snyder interview er, earlier today, and she's like, why wouldn't people want to see this realistic take on it? Because we, we don't go to the movies to see realistic shit, do we, you dumb bitch? Woo. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Got, all right. Uh, speaking of the Snyder. And those of the, over, those of the uh, oh, betting pool at home, Johnny scores the first cuss word of the day. Uh, oh, I did it. Congratulations. Okay. Uh, sticking in the Snyder verse, Henry Cavill teased a black costume on Instagram for Superman uh, for Justice League and possibly for more than just the Justice League. Um, or it also looks like the suits that the Kryptonians wore in Man of Steel. So um, take it for what it's worth. Uh, but it's it's basically the, those jumpsuits that they were wearing when they were arrested. Uh, the Kryptonians. That's what it looks like yeah. to me. So, I mean... Who knows what it is or what they're using it for. If it's going to be like black costume Superman and uh, the return of Superman after the death and resurrection of Superman or whatever that book was called. Um, death and life. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it, it, so I don't know. I, I don't think we're, we'll see the, the black and white costume that he's wearing with the mullet. God, I hope we don't see the mullet. Um, oh, I want to see the mullet. I'm with you. They need you. Let the hair grow out. Oh, no mullet. Why is he getting haircuts? Why is he getting haircuts in suspended animation or whatever it is he's going through? No, no business mullets. in the front, business in the front, party in the back. Let's That's go. Right. Superman's ready to party. Well, this this Superman's all business. Remember? Oh, I forgot. That's right. No time to smile. That's right. No time mm. to smile when you're flying through the sky, when you're flying in space, when you can move faster than light. No time to have fun. Nope. No. All right, you, Zack Snyder. <laughs> All right, on the Suicide Squad, which has made five hundred million dollars up to this point, it is, in my opinion, a success. Um, Jared Leto, recently known as the Joker in Suicide Squad, was public about how disappointed he was in that his scenes were cut from the movie. Um, he says that they've pretty much could have made a whole movie out of those scenes that got cut, which I'm I don't doubt. But it didn't fit what what, the, what David Ayer was going for, and there was probably too much of the abuse that he was giving Harley that they could fit in a PG-13 movie. Um, some websites claimed that at one of his 30 Seconds to Mars kind of appearances, he kind of let loose a little bit and told the WB to, uh, he said, F him, essentially, and felt that he had been tricked into appearing in Suicide Squad according to one report from somebody who was there on their Tumblr, which then spread to all of these media outlets saying, you know, is is the WB and DC in trouble with Jared Leto? Like, are they going to have to find a new Joker? And blah, 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 blah. They, like, went insane this week about it. But then that same person said what Leto said was actually taken out of context. Um, basically, he was saying in response to the fact that he was not allowed to mountain climb while he was filming. Or rock climb because of, like, an insurance thing. And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders and said, F him, I'll do what I want, type of thing. It had nothing to do with his disappointment in the movie or whatever. Because um, he's also laughing when he said it. Uh, so, <laughs> it was all about him breaking his contract with w- with Warner Brothers about rock climbing. It had nothing to do with 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 him being cut out of the movie. 
So I can certainly understand his frustration, though. Sure, everybody would. I mean, the guy, <laughs> the guy poured himself, and and I don't think that he's wrong in saying that he was tricked into the movie, because I'm one hundred percent certain that the movie that was pitched to him wound up being very different when it was released. Sure. I mean, you can tell, like, me- remember over a year ago when that San Diego Comic-Con trailer leaked and then they released it officially? Mm-hmm. And it was that I started a joke song over over the over the whole trailer. Right. That is a very different tone than what we ended up getting, like entirely different. So, I mean, you can tell WB and David Ayer, one, they, they released their cut. Um, and they did test screenings of it, and then it didn't test as well as maybe they wanted, or that other version by the Trailer Park Boys was testing better, so then they decided to make changes to it. But it was definitely post-production, like, it wasn't when they were filming. When they were filming, the movie was what we were going to get originally. Right. So Leto being upset, I totally get it. That's not the movie he was promised he to, to make. Yeah, and I think he also sees the promise of getting that movie uh, in later down the line. I think he wants he's said a, a few times now that he wants to see Superman face off with his with his version of the Joker. He's not going to compromise that chance at being in this this universe for as long as he can. Just just to tell some fans that he, he's telling the WB to go F themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a guy that wears his emotions on his sleeves for sure. If you've followed any of his work, uh, or just being a fan of the band, like he's very open about everything. Like he had, there's a there's, he made a whole documentary about how his his uh, his record company was screwed about the money and and the right to make their next album. Like it's a great documentary. I think it's on Netflix if you want it, if you if you're a fan of his music, but or just to see how the, the music industry works these days. <laughs> Uh, but he's just an open guy. And I think the fact that, you know, he's already said he's disappointed in the fact that, you know, all his scenes were cut out. I think that's just an artist being disappointed that his work wasn't put on display. You know, he put, like you said, all of his heart and soul into this character and it ended up being like a 15, 20 minute role. So yeah, I'm sure he's disappointed, but I also think he knows that there's future to do more in other films, but I don't think he, yeah, yeah, I think they definitely took his words out of context all week. And it's just, it's just made me laugh. Uh, also Jared Leto is joining the Blade Runner sequel. So he'll be, he'll be starring alongside Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, Robin Wright, Dave Bautista and Mackenzie Davis. So that should be quite interesting. I'm sure he'll be great. Um, but it sounds like a lot of those people would be I'm interested to see what Ryan Gosling does in that movie. I love Ryan Gosling. I bet you do. Yeah, that dude's great. In bed. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Weird. He's, an attra- he, he's a very attractive gentleman. Uh, in bed. Am I, am I right, yeah. Tom? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Marvel movie news. I don't have much, but I do have... Some Fantastic Four talk. Oh, oh boy. crap. That that little Josh Trank film that came out uh, that was supposed to reboot the Fantastic Four franchise and make it so much better because the cast was astounding. I loved the casting news. Every time they said this person was playing this character, I got just more geeked up and ready to go. I'm like, yeah, this is going to work. You know, these are good actors. These are good people to be in these roles. And then it just blew. Blew the big one. Um, but it's, it's, we should have known since they went through quite a few writers, uh, the story ended up being part of partly Josh Tranks and Simon Kinberg's, but they had 
another writer that was working on it beforehand named Jeremy Slater. Um, and he's kind of been out talking about what the movie they were going to make is really about. He's working on the Exorcist series uh, for Fox right now. And he spoke to ScreenCrush.com about his tenure, uh, which he wrote 10 to 15 drafts over a six-month period before he was replaced on that movie. Ten, wow. 10 to 15 drafts in six months. But anyway, he describes his script as having lots of humor, lots of heart, lots of spectacle. Uh, his version was grounded, gritty, and as realistic as possible. It began with Reed and Ben as kids, but when Reed arrives at the Baxter building, that was originally envisioned to be as a sort of Hogwarts for nerds, a school filled with young geniuses zipping around on prototype hoverboards and experimenting with anti-gravity and teleportation and artificial light forms, as opposed to the cold, sterile, Cronenbergian lab it is in the film. Uh, Reed would have had a friendship with Victor, who was described as a damaged young Lat- Latvarian scientist who slowly seduced Reed into bending the rules. And then there would be a battle with in the negative zone with Annihilus, who was a pissed-off cybernetic T-Rex, uh, which is where they would have left Victor for dead, given and then giving the team its powers. Uh, not very much different from the version we got, except there was no Annihilus. Uh, <laughs> uh, no... no Hogwarts type school. Um, well, I think they tried to make it out to be, but but only only by saying only by Ben having a comment like you go into your nerd school. Yeah, right. And that was it. But then, but then there's this whole ninety pages that involve this, and this is a, an exact quote from him. In addition, Wait, but I didn't get a T Rex. No, nope. I heard a T Rex in there. There was no T Rex. You said a T Rex, but we didn't get one in the movie. Yeah, Annihilus was. I know. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't get a T Rex. No. So you're upset. You wanted a T Rex. I T-Rex. am. I well, am. We all, we all want. You know that would have made that movie better. You know it would make a lot of movies better. Batman and a T Rex. Oh yeah, if in Batman v Superman they're fighting Doomsday and then a T Rex shows up <laughs> and fights Doomsday. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Gives gives I'd Wonder Woman a high five. Rating. Gives Wonder Woman a high five. Yeah, yeah, or tries to. <laughs> tries to. Reach her. Oh, yeah. me and my tiny arms. Oh, no, but she's like, that's okay, I can jump real high, so I'll <laughs> just hold still. Right, one day maybe I'll fly. Uh, all right, <laughs> in, addition, in addition to Annihilus and the Negative Zone, we had Doctor Doom declaring war against the civilized world, the Mole Man unleashing a 60-foot genetically engineered monster in downtown Manhattan, a commando raid on the Baxter Foundation, a Saving Private Ryan-style finale pitting our heroes against an army of Doom bots in war-torn Latveria, and a post-credit teaser featuring Galactus and the Silver Surfer destroying an entire planet. <laughs> That's not a little. There's there's a lot of stuff there. That's a lot of stuff. And That's like a, se- that's and, like a sequel. And, so it's jumbled, right. and it's chaos, but it sounds awesome. You have, you have Annihilus, Mole Man, and Doom in one movie, uh, and Doom bots, and then... We had monsters and aliens and fantastic cars and a cute spherical Herbie robot that was basically BB-8 two years before BB-8 ever existed. And if you think that all sounds great, well, yeah, we did too. The problem was it would have been massively, massively expensive. Uh, Okay. No kidding. Wow. Um, Yeah, so that was one of the scripts that was set to make this film good. Uh, I... So 
it, it sounds like, I mean, I could be wrong, but it sounds like the Fantastic Four already have their powers in this version that he's written where it's got all this stuff because no, they, they can't really do an origin and all that. They get it when they go to the negative zone to fight Annihilus and then leave Doom for dead. Oh, and then they come back and they fight Mole Man right. and Doombots. Ex- huh. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, interesting stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I'm all, I'm all for uh, just skipping the origin for the next Fantastic Four movie. Sure. I don't give a shit how they got their powers anymore. It doesn't matter. They just have them. It's it's like Spider-Man. It doesn't matter how he got them. We all know. They went into space or they traveled to another universe or went to another planet or something, went to the negative zone, got their powers, and now they have their powers. Just, just stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, Fox, quit it. Uh, last bit of news I have, that uh, they released a full picture of Pennywise from the new It movie. Stephen King's The It, or just It. Very, um, very cool. I like it. I'm on the fence about it. I knew you would be. I think I want to see it in action, and not because it's not... I, someone, someone suggested it's because it's not enough like Tim Curry's outfit and that has nothing to do with it because it his outfit wasn't faithful to the source material mm-hmm. but it but it worked i just don't i don't think he looks scary at all like i don't know if they're trying to do an in-between you know when he's maybe an innocent clown but then turning into the kind of you know nasty sharp tooth version but Dude. this version just looks silly to me he doesn't look Dude. scary or or fun he just looks silly I don't like clowns, so it's okay. At <laughs> so all. So, a clown. All. One clown works for you. Ha- it could be the happy one squirting me with a fucking flower in the face. I don't oh. like clowns. Oh. I don't uh, like clowns. Getting aggressive. You hate clowns, you're saying. I hate them. I hate them. Nobody's that happy. Well, Nobody. All right. Well, it's the answer, job. But, but, okay, tell me this. How do you feel about clowns, though? Nobody's that happy. I hate them. Okay. All right, no, I hear you. I got you. I got you. But if I was to throw, I don't know, clowns, what do you think? What, what do you say to uh, that? I want to punch you. <laughs> How can you punch me when I'm always so happy? Tom? Every, everybody, be happy with us, right, Tom. Right in your big ass nose. All right, <laughs> everybody on Twitter, follow at skids underscore world and send him pictures of clowns. Mm. Oh. No. <laughs> sure. How many of us do you think will fit in this car, Tom? Johnny, you were my best friend. I don't know oh, if I no. like you. All right, buddy. I'll stop. I'll stop. Don't, make me, don't make me call Randy. Tom, all right. Tom, they all float down here. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, Bill Skarsgård of the, the famous Skarsgårds will be playing Pennywise in this version of the film, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I loved the miniseries back in the day, and I love the book, and I'm hoping this is done equally as well as that miniseries was. I, I still enjoy that miniseries. I am too, but I'm uh, I haven't heard any more other casting news other th- aside from Skarsgård. Uh, well, so. they have the leper cast. Javier Botet is cast as uh, the leper. The Losers Club is all cast. Um, Jaden. I don't know any of these names. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what I was saying. I don't, I don't even know these people. And I mean, that's that's the younger versions. So I don't know if we're going to get the older versions. One thing I was always glad they kept out of the miniseries was the whole story about how the the girl and their team jerked all the dudes off in the sewers. Oh yeah, 
it made me uncomfortable when I read it as a child, and it made me uncomfortable when I reread it as an adult. Like, that's, mm-hmm. come on, man. That's gross. It looks like this, it begins with the murder of a child, George Denbro, in a small town's local storm dream in the summer of 1989. Obviously, they moved the years up from the original setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgie's uh, older brother and his group of friends begin a search for the killer, eventually discovering the murder was committed by an evil entity. It sounds like they're not going back and forth in time like the miniseries did. I'm cool with that. And Boy. Something just fell in my room, and I'm terrified now. Uh-oh. Like Pennywise, re- Pennywise. Pennywise got you. I don't want to float down there. <laughs> uh, send send oh, help. It's going to turn into that giant spider. If suddenly, mm-hmm. if suddenly you don't hear my voice, send help. See? All those jokes. Yeah, I hate clowns, and now one got you. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Watch me ride this unicycle, Dave. <laughs> okay, moving what on. Kind of, what, kind of, what kind of balloon animal do you want? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, last bit of news I have is uh, Injustice 2 released another trailer. This time it had Harley and Deadshot in it. And it looks mm. looks pretty cool. I mean, Harley was in the original game, so I'm not too impressed by that. But obviously, that showed them with some new moves and stuff. So, looks cool. Well, totally expected. I mean, not surprising. Oh yeah, exactly. I really hope Deadshot isn't a replacement for like Deathstroke or a substitute for Red Hood. Yeah, like right. if he if it's him and those other two don't get in, like fuck WB. <laughs> they're assholes. They're 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 just trying to pander, or oh. or uh, get more people interested in their movies. As a huge Deathstroke fan, and I will agree with that. Well, Deathstroke will be in the game. Well, this guy did a lot of Deathstroke stuff, though. Hmm. Like even his final thing was a lot like Deathstroke's. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to move on to this thing I just found while we were talking about news stuff. Okay, so. How many Justice League members do you think could beat Superman in a fight? How many? Well, okay, are we talking like, are they, they're teaming up? Nope. Or is it one-on-one? Mano a mano. All right, I'm going to say Batman, Flash, uh, Cyborg, and Green Lantern, but only if he uses that stupid gimmick where he can create kryptonite using the using the ring. Hmm. Okay, Tom. What about but, you? That's it. I will go. I'm going to go five. I've got Flash, Green Lantern, because I saw in in the uh, Rebirth comic, John Stewart used it, and it went right at Superman's eyes. Those of you who don't know, read it. Because he even said, even the biggest structures have their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Smart. And then I, I will go with uh, Martian Manhunter, because I believe he can adapt to anything. Oh, you know, I was only thinking the ones from the from the upcoming movie. Oh, no, no. Outside, outside of that, Tom, you're 100% correct. Martian Manhunter. Yeah. And I go with Batman, because Batman, you know, he he's, is he's, Batman. He's done it. Mm-hmm. All right, so and this then, is. Uh, I got Wonder Woman too because Wonder Woman just could pound pound him. You know? I bet you she could. I uh, bet. <laughs> if he wouldn't let her, though, I would. I would. So I didn't mean it like that, but you know, okay. Yeah. All right, so I, I'd like to think that she could, but I don't think she's strong enough, man. Like they don't, they don't. 
she doesn't have the kind of strength that Superman has. I mean, she's a warrior for sure. So I guess, I guess on, I guess in a fight she'd be a little more strategic. Whereas well, he'd just let me, be like, let me, let me I would just him. say, you know, it's just going to depend. It's going to depend how much he pisses her off. All right, fair enough. Whether yeah. or not they're fighting to kill, maybe too. Yeah. So okay. this is this is stemming from a Screen Rant article where they list 15 JL members that could beat Superman in a fight, and I will list them. And please tell me 15. Yeah, tell wow. me tell me which you disagree with. All right. So number 15 is the Amazonian princess herself, Wonder Woman. Uh, granted, I... New 52, she's become a Greek god, so I think she should be able to take him. Yep. Um, let's see, Martian Manhunter number 14. Thank yep. you. 13, Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam. Oh, I forgot well, about him. Yeah, yeah sure. Superman Superman has problems with magic, so. Yeah, yeah, certainly does. 12, The Flash. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, calm down. 11, <laughs> Captain Adam. Well, oh, that, yeah, okay, I can see it. 10, Dr. Fate, again with the magic. Magic, magic. Nine. I don't really agree with this one, but I guess she probably could. Power Girl. Well, she's gonna. Uh, it'd be kind of. It'd be kind of like a Wonder Woman thing. Just beat the hell out of each other. I feel so. like she'd be more of an equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in in the comics, Supergirl and Power Girl aren't on the same level as Superman. Like they still kind of revere Superman as the the most powerful Kryptonian. But although Supergirl should be more powerful because she had more time to adapt to the Kryptonian sun. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, number eight, Aquaman. Uh, Again, I want to (laughs) say yes, but I feel like a one-on-one fight, Superman's got the advantage. I feel I'm kinda, like, Johnny, I'm, I, I feel like yes, but I, I feel kind of dirty saying yes because it's like everybody hates on Aquaman, but uh-huh. the man can survive thousands and thousands of depth of the sea. The man's skin is unbeatable. Why don't people recognize this? He is not a bitch. Well, no, he's awesome. I mean, his summoning fish or not fish, his summoning of sea creatures wouldn't do him any good because Superman would no. just beat them all up. Right. I would They'd say be distractions, maybe. Yeah, I'd say in the you'd wa- have a lot of dead fish. I'd say in the water, Aquaman wins because he's gonna, okay. He's, he's going to be faster. Like like the Flash is on land, he's going to be faster than Superman. Yeah, that's true. He's got his trident, and also there is magic involved with with the Atlanteans. Does he have his magic water hand though? Uh, mm. I don't know. Or is or is it the hook hand? Well, or the trident has also got magic in it. I'm gonna say with the trident in the water and magic water hand, Aquaman has it hands down. Mm. Any any other time is gonna be uh, it, it'll be iffy. Yeah, I can and that's that. and that's the final word All on right. that. Oh. Final. That's it. Final. Word. All right. Number seven. Uh, I'll agree with it just on looks alone. Zatanna. I feel like just because they have magic doesn't mean they can beat Superman. Like Superman's weak to it, but it's not his kryptonite. Uh, I feel like I agree. listing magic yeah. characters. I think if she's given the chance to cast the spell, she could win. But if Superman takes her down before then, there's nothing she can do. Yeah, that's the thing. Superman's so fast, he could zip in front of her and cover her mouth. But she can use her feminine wiles to trick him. 
Mm. I don't. You know what, Dave? You're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, you're not wrong. Uh, number... I'd hesitate before, right. you know. Right. Exactly. You know I mean? All right. Number six, Spectre. Well, Spectre went one on one with Anna Monitor, so how, you don't think he can go on on one with Superman? I think this is kind of a trick because he's never actually been a Justice Leaguer. He's a Justice Society member. That's true. Yep, that's a trick question. Get out of here. But, <laughs> but the counter. Wait, was... but how? Wait, but Hal Jordan was a Spectre, so no, nah, doesn't count. Loops doesn't, it around. Doesn't loops count. it around. Doesn't oh, count. The, okay, Sim- bye. Simply because number five is Green Lantern. Any specific one, or just a Green Lantern? This article talks about uh, Hal Jordan um, mostly. Actually, it mentions Alan Scott, but it talks mostly about Hal Jordan. Well, all uh, Superman has to do is fight Alan Scott in the forest, and he wins. Yeah, mm. very true. He hate he hates wood. He can't. Yeah, he can't do shit with wood, except in the Earth Two comics because he likes wood. Oh, he loves what oh, oh, uh, There you go. This yeah. next, this next one takes a note from the new Fifty Two roster of JLers. Uh, Lex Luthor. No, not his best. <laughs> no, he's got the kryptonite in the suit. So I don't know. I. I'm on the I fence mean, the, with that one. The only time he's ever really done it has been like in Elseworld comics or like comics that take place in alternate realities or dimensions. This he's article tried flat, for years to defeat Superman. This article flat out, flat out says overall Luther has defeated Superman so many times in the comics it's difficult to choose just one instance. However, he would definitely need his war suit if he were to go head to head with the Man of Steel. If he would just hit it with the suit. Hug him for like an hour. He could beat him. <laughs> I just want to hug you. <laughs> I just want to hug yeah. you. I mean, seriously. I mean, there's a difference. You see, the, you see this kryptonite? Oh, just let me hold you. This uh, is tough because all, all I, I mean, I keep want to uh, keep wanting to find out the variables. Like, is Superman out to kill Lex Luthor? Then yeah, he definitely wins. If he's taking it easy and like always saying like I'm going to bring you in by the book, you know, I'm doing this by the book because I'm a Boy Scout. Then Lex Luthor can be sneaky and shitty about it. Yeah. Uh, number three is Cyborg. Uh, Cyborg. I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that. So it's, it's New 52 Cyborg, not pre-52. He wouldn't be able to, but New 52 Cyborg, he's a badass with that mother box technology. Yeah, it says Cyborg can, well, virtually, okay. can kill virtually any living being in the DC Universe within seconds merely by scrambling their brains. Yeah, see, with the mother box technology, I could, I could get them more with that. Number two, Tom, I like this one, and nobody has said it, Firestorm. Oh, oh I didn't even think of that. Mm. He could just create kryptonite. Exactly. Some kryptonite. That's the last line of their, their reasoning. He could always just conjure up some kryptonite. In parentheses, yep. yes, he can do that. <laughs> yeah, he definitely can. Uh, number one is, of course, the bat. Uh, I don't think any of us are going to argue with that one. Nope. All right, before we close out the show, uh, I do want to mention we have a giveaway going on right now. One of our very famous giveaways, thanks to Entertainment Earth. Go check out entertainmentearth.com for all their awesome stuff. They are fantastic. Right now, we are giving away this gigantic Transformers action figure. Uh, It is the Titans Return Fortress Maximus. 
This thing stands like two feet tall, takes batteries, dude lights up and turns into like a building for your other transformers to you know hang out at and stuff. It, it's it's pretty it's pretty BA or as Tom would say it's it's badass. You guys better sign up and get it because if you don't, it's going to revert to me, and I really want it. It absolutely is I not. Really do. It is not reverting to Tom in any way. Whatsoever. Damn it! Damn it! Uh, no, but just head to TomAkeithman.com. The post is right there at the front of the page. You can enter every day to increase your chances to win. You have until August twenty fifth to enter this contest, and again, you can enter multiple times every single day to increase your odds. You're going to want to do this now. We're going to do, uh, we might be able to do two more with them. And I've seen what she's offering to send us from Entertainment Earth. And I want them all for myself. If, what? If, if you saw Comic-Con and you saw this, this very peculiar, 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 Bueller, no, peculiar looking, looking figure that looked like the Joker as Batman. Anyone remember that one? I did. White suits. Kind of all painted over like the Joker. Yep. We may be giving something like that away. Um, oh, snap. And then there's also a Star Wars one, too, that we're going to do. So, help make this one a success, and we'll keep being, being able to give you free stuff. Uh, so, enter. AtomicKeekdom.com. Click on that link right at the top of the page. Transformers giveaway is what it's called. Also, it's on Twitter. It's our pinned tweet. So, if you go to our profile, at AtomicKeekdom, you'll see the tweet right there with the link. That's all you need. Or on Facebook. We're facebook.com slash tomakeekdom. You can enter that way. Three easy ways to enter. Again, you got to do it through this little little uh, encoded or embedded thing here uh, from, from Rafflecopter. Three easy ways. Follow us on Twitter at Atomakeekdom. Follow Two Broke Geeks at 2BGPod. And follow Just Two Pals at Just Two Pals. That's three entries. Easy. You're in already. Easy. Easy peasy. So there you go. And there's many other ways, Facebook and other tweets, to get entries. And you can do it every day. you got seven days from today, when this comes out, it's Thursday. So enter. August 25th is the end. And we'll be reminding you on Twitter and the Facebook to keep entering. And then you'll hear commercials, I'm sure, on the Pals podcast and the Two Broke Geeks podcast later this week as well. I'm sure they'll be happy to do that. And if you don't, it's mine. Yeah. No, I'll totally do it. <laughs> Just to keep it out of Tom's hands. Right. Damn it! Because what, Johnny? What are you doing? When we record Ringside Geeks this weekend, I'm not going to let him talk about it. <laughs> What's your favorite flavor of pie, Tom? <laughs> hey, Kevin. Okay. Oh, no. hey, Kevin. All right. Uh, speaking of Entertainment Earth, if you go to atomickingdom.com right now, that banner at the top is a deal to get. When you buy, I'm sorry, when you buy five Funko Pop vinyl characters, you get the sixth one for free. That's right. Six for the price of five. And they got like tons of them, man. You can get, you can get, search your whole collection there uh, of the Funko Pops. I have quite a few, more than any grown adult should ever have. Um, I, I, I actually want to start collecting them. I very nearly bought the Giant Man one at my comic book store this week. Um, I have zero. And I'm. Mm-hmm. I, you don't like them, do you? I have. I have I zero. No. You what? I said I don't like Funko Pop. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think so. I mean, other people do. Hooray! <laughs> I would just and want get, my fake. Get, get, get your Funko not... Pop, guys. It's five, five. You can get five and get the sixth one free. It's six for five dollars. There you go. You're <laughs> very, very nearly fired. 
Charlie <laughs> said, I don't like it, but there it is. Yeah. All right. That's I'm done. I'm done corporate pandering to you people, uh, giving you these cool offers and stuff. And all you have to do is listen to us talk and yammer. We don't charge you nothing to listen to our podcasts. Nothing. Nope. It's free to listen to Tom drunkenly slur his words. Who? Who? Super kick. Damn it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't like these 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 uh, inside jokes that you guys have going on here. Uh, here you want to you want to be let on the inside, basically. Re- like, hey, go to Ringside Geeks and you'll know. Oh wait, no, uh, we don't do that. Wait, we don't do that on there. No, not yet. But anytime when we're watching a WWE event and somebody does a super kick, we got a drink. Yep. Because it's a mi- ah. it's a quite overly used wrestling maneuver, and it gets really bad. <laughs> And I, I expect to see it quite a bit this weekend between NXT and WWE. Oh, <laughs> oh sweet baby Jesus. This is going to be real bad. Got to stock up on, on the booze. I got a 20-pack on chill just waiting. I watched Keanu last night. Did you guys see Keanu? I've seen Keanu. I, I did didn't care for it. It was funny. There's... <laughs> That's the, that's the Key and Peele movie, right? Yeah, there were moments where I totally laughed out loud, and it was just hilarious. But overall, I'm like, this is, uh, maybe I'm just out of that that goofy age. I don't know. Oh no, I'm like, it's kind of bad. I'm like, it's bad for me because I do love the Key and Peele show. Yeah, some like, of their skits are so hilarious. I like. I Keanu. thought it was real funny, Tom. But all my favorite parts have the N word in it, so I can only repeat them to my friends. Ah. <laughs> uh, I understand. I understand. Uh, all right. Yeah, I, I, it was okay. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of cat stuff, so maybe that was what it was. I just got two kittens today. Seriously? Yep. What, what'd you name them? Well, my daughter named one um, Starburst. Okay. Um. Okay, I take that back. My girlfriend suggested the name Starburst, and my daughter said, "Okay, that's good." I uh, named the other one. Her, name, her name is Admiral General McStompin' Face. That's oh great yeah, name. that's the best name ever. Yeah. But the only way I could name her that is if my girlfriend and my daughter called her Addie, and I said that was fine. Uh, but her real name is Admiral General McStompin' Face, and you must salute her when she walks by. What? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Her, her name is General McStompin' Face, and her title is Admiral. That's absolutely. her rank. Absolutely, you salute. Hell yeah, she earned that respect. That's right. She, I have a cat. She, she clawed her a... way up the ranks. Ah, buddy, that <laughs> pun was awful. <laughs> or was it? Or was it awful? Oh man, that joke was unbearable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which one I want to boo more. Uh, yes. uh, are these puns too overwhelming? I don't oh. know. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. You and I will go out sometime and we'll crab a cold one. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, all right, so that's 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 enough. I think. I don't know. <laughs> The heavy voices there at the end was what it got me. Uh, let's say uh, like it went for a, for a muttley. <laughs> Does doesn't he go? Yeah, Tom, I think just did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. 
All right, uh, let's let's give a sad sad farewell to Gawker. They're they're bankrupt now because of Hulk Hogan. Um, so Gawker is done after 14 years in business. So Gawker was kind of terrible to begin with. So fuck you, Gawker. Well, well, brother. <laughs> there was there was good people that worked at Gawker. So let's not let's not stomp on them. But yes, the Gawker website itself was kind of well. Garbage. The individual people. I mean, they're not all bad people, but right. the company was a bad company. So fuck you, Gawker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's all for our show this week. Uh, Johnny. That's me. What did you guys talk about on the pals this week? Oh, you didn't didn't talk about anything because Randy was a sicky McSickerson. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, He he really, really thinks he's sick. So we didn't (laughs) we didn't record an episode. Did you ask ask for proof? Did you want to see the thermometer? Uh, No, listen. If he says he's sick, I believe him. This time. So No, I oh I did air quotes. He didn't see <laughs> Oh, I didn't yeah. Not a vis- not a visual podcast yet. <laughs> no, soon. Soon. <laughs> no, um we might do a pal around this weekend. Uh we got a couple ideas for like, you know, quick little thirty minute shows that we might want to pop out, but obviously he's still not feeling well tonight because he, he wasn't on this geek out. So yeah. if we don't do that, then we'll have another normal show on uh on Monday, and have, who knows what that's going to be about? I have a feeling his his the the performance of his Raiders made him even more sick tonight. Yeah, I don't understand why anyone's invested in sports, but some of you guys <laughs> certainly are, and it can totally ruin your nights. Calm down, Johnny. Not this er, not this early in the season. It can't unless yeah. unless a star gets injured, then it could. Listen, I think all sports teams are terrible. What's wow. your favorite sports team, Tom? Doesn't matter. They're bad. Wow. They, doesn't matter. They're terrible. They're all bad. They're all. They've all lost and won. You know what else is bad? You know what else is bad? The Flash. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave. Yeah. Started a petition to fire Johnny. Oh, wow. You're the first signature? Yep. Oh. Is... What happened, Tom? We were so close. <laughs> what you happened? Just, what happened? You crossed the line, dude. I you thought you the line. when I spoke my mind. You crossed the line. Tom, all teams win and all teams lose. No one team is better than another. How can, <laughs> that, how can that even be? All right, I forgive you. Wow. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Hug, hug me. All right. Uh, tell, tell, tell the fine people where they can find the Just Two Pals podcast on Twitter. You can find us on the wonderfulatomickingdom.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Just Two Pals. I'm going to interrupt uh, you there for a second. Yeah, you can oh. you can find oh. them at AtomicEatons.com, also on iTunes and on Google Play. Uh, sorry, I had to I had to make it feel like Randy was here. You know, so. I'm just going to here real quick, Dave, and just let everyone know. Yeah, you can definitely find us on iTunes, Google Play, AtomicEatons.com, and Twitter at Just Two Pals. You can find me at Johnny Wellens and Randy at It Doesn't Matter. He's not here. Oh, <laughs> oh, sick burn. <laughs> Ah, oh, sick bird. That's it. <laughs> it's an R- <laughs> an RKO out of nowhere. Nicely done. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't say it enough, but I enjoy that interrupting bit you guys do at the end of every show. Oh, thank you. I do enjoy it quite a bit. Um, Tom, you co-host another podcast. We've talked about it already, but uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the fine folks where they can find it? Oh, uh, we can find it at Ringside Geeks on iTunes. If you want to hear about everything we don't know about wrestling or how we want wrestling to be, come to Ringside Geeks with our good friend Monroe, and we will tell you what we think, 
and what we would like to think. <laughs> yes, what we what we plan to think. Uh, right. We will also be live. Well, I will be live tweeting for us during NXT's uh, Takeover Brooklyn two, and also during SummerSlam. So you'll get to see our all predi- weekend. Our predi- all weekend. Yep. Ringside geeks. At Ringside Geeks on Twitter, we'll do predictions before each match, and then uh, you can see how just how amazingly wrong we are at everything. Um, so oh, we're usually we're usually pretty good with the NXT ones. It's the main show that really messes us up. <laughs> right. Anyway, that's it. That's our show this week. Again, Atomic Geekdom, we are on Twitter. At Atomic Geekdom, we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Enter this contest. Enter this giveaway. Make it a real big deal so that we can keep doing these things for you guys. Uh, the more that we get to do, the more that you guys enter, the more we'll be able to do these with Entertainment Earth because those guys are so cool. Um, you better, or you better, I'm taking it home. That's right. Or Tom's not taking it home. I am taking it home. Maybe, maybe Tom Jr. can take it home. What? What? Uh, He's our. <laughs> there is a new article on the website about foam coring a board game. So it's like customizing your own board game box, written by our tabletop expert Jason. So you can go check that out, TommyGames.com. Enter the contest or the giveaway, I guess, more speak. It's not really a contest. It's more of a giveaway. Uh, so Welcome do, back, Jason. There you go. So do that now and do it well. All right, Tom. Listen as Johnny gives us the last word of the week. Super kick. <laughs>